Hi, I'm Margie Namora, and welcome to another episode of our side dish, The Dream Dinner Party. This is the mini episode where we invite a guest to tell us all about their dream dinner party. This is a game I know a lot of people have played, perhaps on long car journeys, sitting around the dining room table, and maybe even on a first date. So it's really fun to sit down with the different guests each week and hear who they would invite and what they would serve. This week, we have Madeline Shaw, who is a nutritional therapist based in London. An interesting fact for you, I've done one live recording of Desert Island Dishes and Maddie was the guest. So if you want to go back and listen to her episode of Desert Island Dishes, it was a few years ago now, but that one was recorded in front of a live audience. I don't know how, but I managed to record record it. I didn't have anyone helping me. And to be honest, it's a miracle that we have that recording. But yes, we love a returning guest. And I do hope you enjoy hearing all about Maddie's dream dinner party. And Rowan Atkinson, if you're listening, I sincerely apologize for what you're about to hear. And please know I'm a big fan. (laughs) And I meant no offense. I really hope you enjoy listening. I love hosting people. I really like having people around. I like sharing and giving and celebrating. So for me, yeah, it it brings me a lot of joy. And do you get to do them very often? Yeah, I probably have people around quite a lot. Maybe every few weeks. Yeah. So not necessarily some like massive thing, but yeah, I definitely cook for people, friends, family, a lot. So yeah, that's, that's something that I feel quite, yeah comfortable doing Mm, and you've always that's something that you've always done I think so I think I grew up in a house where we always had people staying coming going so there was that sort of feeling of yeah and I think my parents very sociable so I think I've always had that feeling of gathering people around the table Mm. you know I love that thing where you're like trying to find an extra seat and it's that like tiny little stool (laughs) in the bathroom and like one person has to sit on that I love that like you know and you're sort of like cramming people around the table and I like the sort of like odd stools or like random cups and plates to accommodate people oh my god yeah the bathroom stool it's always got to be something like that I love that too that's so funny So Madeline Shaw, welcome to your dream dinner party. Let's start by talking about the guest list. Who are you thinking of inviting? This is quite a hard one for me because I'm not a massive like celebrity or like famous people person, but I definitely know my number one. Okay. And that would be Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean. Yes. In character. In character, yeah, because he was like my ultimate crush when I was a child. Maddie, was he? Oh my God, I was like, (laughs) I wanted to marry him like for years. Like there was a good like six years where I was like, he's going to be my husband. Like, and I was so obsessed with him that this family friend um, was working with him. He was like a voiceover artist. And he said to him, this girl, she's really in love with you. And he, I've got it signed, actually, it's in my bedroom. And it's like, dear Madeline, I'll be waiting for you, love, Mr. V, with like a picture of him. (laughs) And I was like, well, it's done. Like, we are, this is secured. (laughs) I don't have to go find a man, I've got uh, Mr. V. But yeah, anyway, so that was, um, he was my big crush. And like, yeah, just loved his like movies, his shows. So I feel like, for my childhood self, I have to have him there because he meant so much to me when I was a child that I feel like 
it would have to be like an ultimate, like he's probably the only celebrity where I'm like, it would be so amazing to meet him. <laughs> I I feel embarrassed that I laughed so much when you said that. Rowan, if you're listening, it's, it's not funny at all. I think it was, <laughs> I think it just took me by surprise. Um, and it's not Rowan, is it? It's Mr. Bean. And that was yeah, just yeah, surprise. That was surprising to me. But <laughs> but so yeah. does that mean that um that comedy, like that's always been something really important that you have looked for in a partner? I think so yeah and I think even just in friends in life like I like going to like live comedy I like watching comedy I like I, I'm drawn to like quite funny um like out there people yeah. um I wouldn't say I'm funny myself Daddy, you're definitely funny <laughs> <laughs> but also he's very he's very silly isn't he like he doesn't take life yeah. too seriously so yeah he would be there and then I think my second person would be <laughs> Diana Henry, the chef. Ooh, yes. And I feel like maybe she's cooking. Okay. <laughs> Do okay, I have that... to be cooking? <laughs> no, this is your dream dinner party. Get Diana in the kitchen. It'd be I feel silly like not to. She, I feel like she's maybe like rustling up some really nice things. Uh, and yeah, I just, I just really like her as a chef, a cook. I really like how she combines flavors. I don't really know that much about her as a person, so I feel like she could be quite an interesting person to meet. Yeah. You need to listen to her episode of Desert Island Dishes. No, <laughs> no she was on recently, and she, I, I was the same that I hadn't really heard that many interviews with her and hadn't really heard her speaking. And I feel similarly to you. I, I love her and I love her work. But yeah, I can confirm like she's absolutely lovely and she would be an amazing guest at your dinner party. Perfect. And then my last two guests would be my, not, they wouldn't be relevant to anyone else, but my grandparents on my mum's side, because I never really met them they passed when I was quite young and I feel like it'd be really nice to meet them when you when you kind of said like dead or alive I was like well I'm I, you know I don't really want to bring back any sort of celebrities that much my initial thoughts when I were like my two best friends <laughs> and that's a common answer yeah this is your dream dinner party yeah because I'm like I know I'd be happy if they were there so yeah I was sort of tossing up between my two best friends and then my my grandparents they make up so much of like who your parents become and like mm. the life that they lived and I I think yeah I think that would be really interesting to have them there also grandparents when you're younger you don't think of them as anything beyond being your grandparents and it's only when you get older and the same thing happens with your parents it's when you actually get to know them as people and and you have that kind of different relationship with them so yeah I think that's a, a lovely answer because the conversations that you could have with them are so much you could discover yeah exactly I think to find out about them and and their lives and, and so set the scene for us where is the dream dinner party happening so I was thinking Alicia I was like oh well it'd be at home but then I thought actually then you don't have to do the washing up so I'm gonna set it at Petersham Nurseries <gasps> in Richmond yes in a like little private sort of area that's been like decorated with like maybe some like wild flowers hanging in their like little greenhouses I'm gonna say it's gonna be like quite an early evening still okay. like warm sun I like that kind of thing of like you're still in like a summer dress maybe some like 
flip-flops it's all very casual attire okay and when you're doing a dinner party normally what time do you tend to ask people I'm definitely an early I probably ask people more for lunch than for dinner I'd say mainly because then you have like a proper amount of time with people I find I like to go to bed at like 9 30 and that's quite difficult with a dinner party (laughs) (laughs) people are just sitting down to their main and Madeline's going to bed (laughs) tidy up after so yeah I probably personally in my real life prefer to have people for lunch because then you can do like lunch games chat you can tidy up then they go and then you can watch a movie before bed Mm. so yeah I think I personally prefer a lunch but if it was going to be evening definitely early six six o'clock you're coming around okay and so at Peter we're at Petersham Nurseries you've asked them for six is there a cutoff time that you'd be a bit annoyed if they hadn't arrived by Ooh, yeah I think being late is very very rude okay so six means six no you could come at 6 15 but I'd say (laughs) 6 36 45 is is quite rude personally I know everyone has really different things on this but I think if you ask someone for a certain time I find it really weird that people think it's acceptable like I know loads of people who will turn up 30 minutes to an hour late to everything like I guess it's that thing of them thinking their time is more valuable than yours Mm. I don't I don't get it and I, I I personally think you can have like a 15 minute window yeah I think also when you're (laughs) meeting a group there's a little bit more leeway but when you know you're meeting one person and you're half an hour late what do you think the other person's doing it is very rude (laughs) very rude yeah no I think yeah I think especially with like food yeah I I don't think your grandparents are going to be late and Diana (laughs) definitely wouldn't be late and Mr Bean seems very prompt as well how does it begin are you going to serve drinks when people arrive is there going to be are there going to be canapes Yeah, I think definitely some drinks when you arrive. Maybe like, I'm feeling because it's like the summer vibe at Peach Nurseries, maybe like a peach bellini or something like that. Like really freshly made, like with proper peaches. Mm. And then kind of, I'm not a massive canapé person, to be honest. I feel like you could have some maybe like nuts, sauce or something like that if someone wanted something. But I feel like maybe just some drinks that people can help themselves to and then you can like quite shortly sit down for like your starter but like I tend to never really make canapes okay I often like put like nuts out or like hummus and crudités or something but yeah I don't know I didn't really grow up ever having like that canapes weren't really a thing that we did at our house apart from smoked salmon blinis at Christmas yeah which which is is like the rule right of passage (laughs) which is like what you you have to do on that day but apart from that I don't know yeah I've just never been like a massive canapé fan to be honest or maybe it's just like another extra thing to do yeah no it it totally is well so leading on from that everyone's going to sit down and it's now time to have the starter so what are you thinking I'm thinking like a fish ceviche with really thinly grated like fennel maybe like some sort of like wasabi dressing lots of thinly shaved vegetables on Mm. top with some sort of sashimi in there like really thinly sliced then I think it's also quite nice to have some like sourdough with olive oil balsamic like quality like really nice butter like on the table as well if you want but yeah I think that would be my kind of dream starter starter. and what are people drinking I'm not a massive drinker to be honest myself what would you be drinking 
I'd probably be drinking water. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but obviously that's not for everyone else and most people will be like, this is really boring. <laughs> um, but I'm just not a big drinker. Like, I'm happy to have like, yeah, a gin and tonic, a blini, but then I'm, I'm maybe a glass of wine, but I'm not someone that like needs yeah. a drink at each like course. Okay. Or well, we're at like Petersham that. Nursery, so we can let them deal with the drink side of it. I'm feeling like we've got we've got a really great sommelier there. We've got a bartender, <laughs> like literally just two of them just there for for us yeah. five. <laughs> for five and of like, you and one person doesn't drink. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like it's a kind of like whatever drink you're feeling, you go get and they okay. will bring to you. That's yeah. that's the vibe. That sounds perfect. Whatever you want, yeah. This might be a stupid question, but at this point I'm assuming you're sitting next to Mr Bean. Of course. <laughs> He's proposed. <laughs> Are you worried that meeting someone that you've felt that way about for a long time like do you worry in real life would you be upset if he wasn't funny do you know what like I think because it was so long ago it's not it's not like you know it's my my hall past my like adult crush you know yeah. in the way that I don't know George Clooney or Brad Pitt or Jason Momoa or whoever I don't know just like, naming off an like an insight into <laughs> Madeline's list <laughs> I'm just thinking no, to be honest they're not even my list I'm just thinking of what other people say to me I know obviously you know this is all in jest and you don't actually want to marry him but just when someone's meant a lot to you at a period of your life particularly when you're younger I feel like there is quite a lot of pressure for them to live up to that you know what I mean yeah and, and I mean that must be the case whether you have had a childhood crush or not on this person because they are an iconically funny mm. person. So I'm sure like there is pressure to to be funny for him and other people yeah. in his industry all the time in a way that I'm sure like for models or actresses that pressure to look beautiful all the time. So yeah, you're right. I think if he if he wasn't funny it would be a bit disappointing. Which is why I think it's very clever that you've asked him to come in character because how can he not be funny as Mr Bean? <laughs> and I'd have to have like a bowl of M&Ms. <laughs> you know, and he does the like trick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, they very much enjoyed the ceviche. Now it's time for yeah. the main course. What are you thinking? It doesn't necessarily go with the starter, but... Okay. That's okay. We're we're not going down a theme. It's it's really hard. I feel like I might have two big mains and then lots of salads to choose from. So I'm going to have a big salt baked sea bream. You know, those like with the crust and then they like crack it open and like pull apart the fish. So I have a massive salt baked sea bream on one side and then on the other side, I'm going to have a slow-cooked harissa lamb with chickpeas. And then I'm going to have lots of really nice salad, new potatoes with, like, dill and parsley, like, very herby, lemon, capers. And then I'm going to have, like, butter lettuce with, like, vinaigrette. Maybe, like, a really nice slaw with, like, cabbage, fennel, and, like, a really lovely, like, apple cider vinegar dressing. So, yeah, I think, like, that real, like, sharing make up your own plates, take what you want. Actually, I might even change my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What are you thinking? So basically, if I go to a restaurant, if there's mussels on a menu, I'll always order them because I love mussels. Mm. A salt-baked fish, always order. And then a slow-cooked lamb. Those are like my three things that I like. If I see them on the menu, I'm like, done, like sorted. So I feel like I was sort of combined them in there. 
so yeah and that's that's what I'm thinking for main course and then everyone can kind of help themselves and I quite like that like thing of like when you're passing around the table so even though we'd be in a restaurant I wouldn't want it to feel too restauranty in the sense that we're being served all the time or like you know they're sort of on us I want it to feel like they sort of brought the food and then it's gone Mm. and then when we're finished it got cleared but I do like the idea of not washing up yeah (laughs) so kind of treating Petersham nurseries as though you're at home yeah it's like my home away from home yeah. with all the bits I don't want to do <laughs> the dream this is the dream um and what are you thinking about for pudding pudding's hard um I'd say my favorite pudding is tartar citron so like mm. lemon tart mm. so I'm thinking some tartar citron and maybe some sorbets on the side to so like beautiful maybe it'd be like Italian gelato cart yes gets wheeled in and it's like got pistachio lemon like all the different fruits chocolate and you can just like help yourself to gelato and Mm. lemon tarts yeah that's that's the vibe I'm feeling I think the pudding the pudding cart whatever it's called the dessert trolley (laughs) I think it needs to make a major comeback like that was one of the best things ever wasn't it just being it's not really a thing these days no but why so great when they wheel it up to the table and you can see all of these amazing things just one of each yeah let's bring it back Maddie Okay, I'll start wheeling it around. (laughs) What happens after your dream dinner party? How are you imagining it? Do you play games after a dinner party? Do you have cigars? How do you picture it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not particularly a cigar person, but if anyone wants a cigar, they can, you know, I'm all about you do you. If you want a cigar, you do a cigar. Definitely games, love card games. We've got this family game called Queenie which I love it's a little bit like rummy but with magic cards oh okay that's definite and then just been learning poker quite late in life yeah I'll give my tactics away when I when I've when I've got good cards I put all the all the chips in (laughs) okay so there's no poker face there's no poker face there is terrible poker face unless you're double bluffing and oh there we go yeah, yeah and I'm wanting you to hear this podcast and then you think we know we know what yeah. you're up to, Maddie. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of just like that sort of thing of like when you're full and then you like maybe move to like the sofa or more like relaxed area and you can just kind of chill and relax. And when you're hosting at home, do you always clean up the dinner party before you go to bed? Like if you've had people over and it's quite late, what's your approach to that side of things? I'd rarely leave things till the next day. I prefer to have it at least 80% done. Like, it's okay if there's, like, the odd wine glass, you know, scattered around the house or something that you can do the next day. But I think scraping off, like, grease off a baking tin that's been sat there all night, it's just not fun in the morning. Yeah, especially when it's lamb. Yeah, exactly. So I feel, or fish, or, like, you know, there's just so many things that you don't want to do. So, yeah, I, I tend to get it to get it done and I think it's nice for everyone to get stuck in as well I'm not someone that's like oh no you relax and I'll do it I feel like if people want to help out which most people do because it's quite uncomfortable watching someone like clean while you're not doing anything <laughs> like I personally am like give me a job so you know obviously not this is not at Petersham Nurseries because that will be sorted but generally I think it's good everyone gets stuck in 
yeah. sat the dishwasher, scrub a few pans, and um... and so in your normal life, you. <laughs> Peter Gymnastics is not my normal life. (laughs) But you like to go to bed at about 9.30. So when you are having people round, what time do you want them to go home? And how do you let them know that? Of course, I'll have flexibility on those nights. And I can stay up later, don't worry. On the whole, like, I, I wouldn't ever do that like I'm happy to stay up till whatever time and it is fun to stay up late sometimes Mm. but how do you approach like a real lingering guest that won't leave I think you just go (laughs) oh god I'm knackered like yeah I'm probably gonna go get my pajamas on or I don't know you just yeah you say that I've once gotten into my pajamas and they still didn't get the hint I know no yes so what did you do next did you say goodnight and then you went? I think it got to that point, yeah, where I was just like, well, I'm going to go upstairs and <laughs> you can let yourself out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Double I'm lock not- the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No. Okay, no, I feel like I've never had that situation. Maybe that person was just having the best time. They were just like, keep this party alive. <laughs> Maddie, that was your dream dinner party. Thank you so much. That was that was brilliant. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you for so the, much. I'll have to book it in. I'll send I'll send out the invites. So there we have it. Maddie's dream dinner party is over. The food has been eaten and the guests have gone home. I do hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure you're subscribed to catch all episodes of the Dream Dinner Party and Desert Island Dishes. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.